What's up, you guys? This is your girl, Jermaine. And I'm Jessica. And we're Ascended Queens. Welcome back to our freaking show. Yes. <laughs> I'm on one today. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God it's you and, and not me, but time will tell. I know. I mean, it's only a matter of time until Jessica breaks into song. <laughs> you know, who even knows? I don't know. I mean, I get, you know, I had a little bit of Michael Jackson. Yes, before earlier. we came on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that might be enough. But if something comes to me, <laughs> it does. I just go with the flow. Okay. Don't judge me. Yeah. Go with the flow, girl. Yeah. So someone's birthday is coming up. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. See? Jermaine's birthday is coming forth. Yes. And yeah, I'm I'm celebrating, just not here. Right. Hello. She said, hello, losers. Okay, excuse us. <laughs> I mean, love y'all, but I just, I actually hate, the one thing I hate about birthdays every single year is like trying to plan stuff. I just, yeah. that's not my favorite thing. Like, I don't want to plan whatever it is I want to do. I just want to like go somewhere and, and be celebrated. You know what I'm saying? Like, where's the champagne? Where's my cake? Where's whatever the heck else? Like, don't make me figure this shit out, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I usually plan mm. my my birthdays because I realized as I was talking to you about my birthday this year that I am, I, I think because I've planned so many of my own birthdays <laughs> that I am a bit of a control freak when it comes to my birthday. Like, it was not a freak, but it was a little <laughs> bit harder than I thought to just let it be planned and not yeah. know anything. But I tend to, like, you know, up until COVID, I've been leaving the country, too, or at least the state. Like, I think one year I went to New Orleans, and I did Egypt, and, like, I like to just be gone. And it it just makes you feel more, yeah, like you said, like, more celebratory, and, like, you're really doing something different. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited. I'm going to the Bahamas. Like, you know? uh, But I will say, I think this year is going to be great. But last year was awesome, too. Like, y'all definitely surprised the shit out of me. I didn't mind that. I actually thought I used to hate surprise birthday parties, you know, or, like, birthday things. Like, I I hated surprise birthday parties. But now I kind of am like, I don't hate that. But good luck trying to get me again. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Good luck. Um, Yeah, so. Well, it's a really big blessing though that like we can even start to you know do something a little bit different like my birthday was in Newport which was a nice getaway it wasn't as big as as normal but it's nice that we don't have to do like the drive-by birthdays anymore we can get right a little bit more we can get up close and personal a little bit yeah yeah Yeah. I'm excited for that I'm excited for up close and personal I'm excited for summer all the things. I already said it's hot girl summer. <laughs> hey, you're going to have to definitely post some of the pics to at Ascended Queens, where I know all of you guys are following us. 
Yes. So you can see some of, you know, Jermaine's recap, I hope. I just threw that out there. She didn't plan a on doing Recap of, <laughs> of my, what, my trip? Yes. We want to see. Oh, okay. Girl, All right. yes. I'll, maybe I'll tag in a story or something. I don't know. We'll see. I'm here for it. <laughs> um, I mean. Maybe we'll, we'll do a live we'll if you're not too, you know. Yeah, I'm down. Let's I'll be by the it. pool. I'm down to do a live. I will be by the pool or the beach and yeah i'm down let's do it all right sounds good so yeah. other than that everything's been good life's everything's well. been good life's been great you know again i'm just over here trip prepping like getting um my clothes and my outfits together mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah because why not because when you're you know you, you're gonna have epic place to be you got to take some epic pictures, too. So. Ugh, I'm jelly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll be over here. Um, cold chilling. <laughs> you know? I mean, I said you up. could come. I literally told Jessica, I was like, come. And you were like, no, it's too soon. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> I want like, to, though. I mean, I, it's, it's with everything going on, I think, and the whole process at the airport. Like, and, and just, I, you know, I had my own trip just, you know, a month ago. And so I just mentally, I felt like I just could not wrap my mind around it. But that doesn't mean I'm not jealous. <laughs> and that I don't want to be there. I just want right. to transport myself there. Right. That's one thing that didn't come out of COVID was we cannot transport ourselves places just yet. Yeah, we still haven't been able to teleport like this whole time. I don't understand. Like it's 2021. What in the actual fuck? Because I literally thought we were going to be like the Jetsons or something up in here. Yeah, like why tease us as kids with the Jetsons if you weren't going to do that? Right? Like at least 10 years ago, we should have had that. At least. You got Back to the Future. Right. Well, you could create little flying skateboards, but we can't do that. Now. Well, you know, they're kind of trying to do, but it's still not it's the same. It's not a real hoverboard. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> like, you guys... You, it's got uh, wheels on it. It's still bound by gravity to the ground, so... They did... I did see this posting of a dude on a skateboard type thing, but it was like a, a kind of a jet propeller that does not have wheels, and it does take you pretty high up in the sky. Okay. So that was kind of cool. It's, it's all- Water, but on land. Whack. It's not the same. But no. we're getting there. I just, you sweet shit. Like, all this money on, <laughs> on trying to go to Mars and we don't have any, Girl, any Back to Mars. the Future skateboards. Bill and Melinda Gates trying to divide, because they're getting a divorce. So now they have to divide, up, to divide up their assets. And I think they're, like, both collectively worth, like, $150 billion or some shit like that. Oof. And I'm like, you motherfuckers. Could Oof. literally end everything right now and still be fucking billionaires. Like, what in the actual fuck? That's Talk how you know greed. people are not for you, girl. And then you have some people defending, like, well, they earned that. Well, what? what? Okay, but you earned that off the backs of who? And who's you determining didn't... what work is more valuable than? I feel like a doctor or, you know, even a nurse or a firefighter or even the military that's actually putting their a life teacher. on the line. Yes. There's no way that you should be worth more. And not saying that, that, that he hasn't innovated anything, but I'm just saying who's determining what wealth is. 
Right. But also what our value he didn't get to that space on his own as well. You know, right, so all right. of the people who've worked for him in the past, right. all the people who currently work for him and mm-hmm. people who are working for his company making minimum wage, it's fucked up. It's fucked mm. up. They mm. should all have top of the line health care from the top to the bottom, even the fucking janitors working for his company. You know Tell what I'm it. saying? Tell like, it. If I was a billionaire like that, where I had a hundred billion, a hundred and fifty billion dollars, billion dollars. First of all, I could never even get to that point because I would give so much of my fucking money away. It's not even funny. You know, like yeah. there's no way I just wouldn't feel comfortable walking through life. Uh, driving around certain places, like we live in Los Angeles, you know, and the homeless population is pretty wild here. But even still, it's like even other places, homeless people are everywhere. You know what I mean? And I'm sorry, you have no conscience if you can have billions and billions and billions of dollars and do absolutely nothing about it. And and I know other people are talking about, well, wealthy people want to stay wealthy and create generational wealth. You are a billionaire that has $150 billion. You will be rich for generations on generations on generations on generations, even if you had a few billion. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, no. <laughs> I hear you. I'm just sitting here looking at my nails. Like, let her go on. Girl, right. I can't, go I'm in. sorry. I just no, go in. It, I mean, you're it telling It makes it. me so mad because it's like, it's not even for me because I actually... I do I do well in life. Like I do, I, I have all of my needs are met, you know, and I'm so thankful for that. Like I'm thankful I have a roof over my head. I'm thankful that I have food to eat. I'm thankful that I can't afford to go on vacation and like treat myself. You know what I'm saying? There's people that can't even do that. But I give so much too of what I have. And I don't have billions or even millions or even like that many thousands of dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I this shit's still humble over here. <laughs> you know? Loan me five dollars. Absolutely. <laughs> Just kidding. For real. Oh man, let me tell you something too. Like what I love about uh, Jermaine is that because we've hung out so many times, just socially and and one on one, and there's such an, an an exchange of energy that's always equal. Like we definitely are not greedy. We've never tried to get no. over on one another. Like it's it's always equal if we go out to eat. If we go yes. to we've gone to the club or for drinks. Like it's and definitely we yell at each other too about those right, things sometimes right. about who can yeah. treat who and and all of that <laughs> stuff. It's it's insane. But like yeah, we definitely need that energy more on the planet of just reciprocity and heck yeah. And it doesn't even have to be money, but it's just like effort energy, and time effort, and energy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, our value system is changing, right? Like mm-hmm. what we value, because a lot of times, first of all, like we said on the show and everybody knows this, the dollar is not backed by anything. Right. So it's not backed by gold any longer. There's no natural resource backing it. So it's literally just paper. So imagine that we're walking around and we're holding these people in such high reverence for just having a lot of paper. Now, I'm not saying that paper in this reality hasn't been valuable, but where we're going, I feel like consciously and what we're shifting into that paper, absolutely no value. And then who are you? Right. Right. But I think people are starting to get hip to that because it's like, here we've been in a, in this pandemic for the last year and a half. She said hip. What are we? 90? (laughs) Sorry. I couldn't let it go. Starting to get hip to that. What are we? 90? (laughs) There's, I'm an old soul. What can I say? You know what I mean? Uh, I'm just kidding. As you were, I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> yeah, you see how she do me? That's rude. <laughs> well, people are hip to that. <laughs> you jive turkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ah, um, but anywho, people, I can't even think of anything else to say. <laughs> They know what's up, okay? Right, right. And people are, like, sick of it. Like, even like if you look in terms of social media, I feel like a lot more people aren't really giving a fuck about social media because it's like, what is it? This is all bullshit. We all know it's all bullshit. We've been in the house for the last fucking year. Then you see, like, people griping about shit, and you're just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you see, like, celebrities who talk. I saw this thing. It was, like, talking about Gwyneth Paltrow. She broke down and ate bread in the middle of a pandemic. And I'm like, bitch, so? (laughs) That's all you have to talk about right now is the fact that you broke down and ate bread? Bitch, if you don't go fucking sit down somewhere, (laughs) we don't care. We don't mm. fucking care that you ate bread. Oh my god! Like you ate bread, okay? And then, I mean, even Will Smith, like he was posting that he has like a dad bod and he's gained like so much weight. It's like, dude, we've all been psychologically fucked with, and the fact that we're here and we're okay is something to celebrate. So let's start celebrating life and not worry yes. so much about our bodies if they're looking tight and right. You know what I'm saying? Like. All these scandalous little bikinis that I got that I'm taking to the Bahamas, you better believe my ass is going to have pictures in them. Okay. You're going to get what you get. <laughs> You're going to get these bikinis. I'm saying. And I didn't hold back. I wasn't like, listen, you know, let me just pick this one because it's safe. I actually picked a bathing suit. So I ordered like a bunch of stuff, you know, because I wasn't, I didn't, I have some bathing suits, but like I literally only have like two that I wear. Um, and so I wanted a couple more cause I'm gonna be at the Bahamas for more than a day. So, or more than like a weekend, you know, cause those two would have been fine for like the weekend. Um, and the one bathing suit that I actually thought was not going to work and I was totally going to send back. I kept it <laughs> because it's actually like not cheeky. Like where you see most of my booty cheeks is basically like a thong. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to post the thong, like the booty. No. But y'all get the front. Right. I love it. I mean, be out here. You said, you called it. You claimed it. You said it was a hot girl summer. Hot girl summer. So if anybody else wants to have a pool party, I will roll up in that shit. So. (laughs) Safely. Deadass. With my mask on. Because. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Deadass. I mean, no offense. I'm still a little squeamish. So. It's all love. I will have a big giant hat so I don't get like a weird mask can, but yeah. I love it. And th- and this is a good, you know, segue into the topic and title of today's show, which is letting go part two. So if you didn't listen to part one, definitely go to Spotify or iTunes and listen because it was a stunner. <laughs> bring it, bring it back. Yes. So with just like you're saying, right? Like we have all had a number done on us psychologically. And I definitely yeah. feel like it was done on purpose. Um, of course. Isn't it always? So, you know, we had to do so much adjusting and adapting and just letting go. And I think that's why we needed to do two because we've let go of so many different things and aspects of self and 
Yes. You know people, what I mean? Places, belief things. systems, mm-hmm. like so much. And and now we're even, you know, kind of having to let go of, like you said, the pandemic itself. Yeah, because right? I mean, degree. here we are emerging. We're re-emerging into life. You know, things are starting to open up. Obviously, other places in the world, like it's it's horrifying that they're experiencing like second, third wave of all of this shit. And hopefully we don't have that here. You know what I mean? Um, It's just, you know, wild that here we are. It's like a whole year and a half later and things are starting to open up. Um, I don't know if it's the actual half, but it's like a year and a few months. (laughs) I keep saying a year and a half. Um, Y'all know what I mean. Whatever. This whole year, we're only at May. And it feels like it's been an entire year already. I don't understand. Like, it feels like time is going fast, but it's also going slow. Like, I don't get it. Um, So, yeah, like, to be able to reemerge into society, to be able to reemerge into um, the new, because basically it's like our world that we had before, you know, they said it's gone. And I agree. I agree it's gone. Like, our way of life and the things that we you know, did before, not necessarily the, not saying that we can't do those things again, because we will do similar things again, but in terms of how we are, um, approaching things, it's a lot different, you know, cause it's like you go to a party. So like me and Jessica over the last weekend, there was a, the first lesbian party of the year, um, that happened and it was, it was fun. I had a good time. I pretty much had my mask on like the whole time. I only kind of took it off a little bit around a few people that I knew, like Jessica, because obviously I came with her, um, or just other people who I I watch them and I know they're safe. So I'm very, like, squeamish and, you know, I just, <laughs> again. Um, but just, like, to even get into the party, there's things that you have to do. And, like, you know, even yeah. the idea of having to, like, protect yourself. Like, okay, because, like, the next day is Mother's Day. I don't, you know... I'm going to be around my family, like things like that. Like, so you have to think through things like where before we were just kind of like going off, doing whatever, just living life like it's no big deal. And regardless of, you know, the stuff that we've all been through in terms of the pandemic, it's like, cool. Now we have like this greater sense of like, oh, my gosh, like here we are in a room of people. Like I I felt so like such the need to just talk to people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then even in talking to people that I probably wouldn't necessarily normally talk to, I'm, I'm like one girl, for example, wanted to go. She thought this girl was cute. And I was like, literally girl, go talk to her. I'm like, we've been in the house for a year and a half. What is there to lose at this point? Nothing other than your ego. (laughs) Right. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, just do it. Like we've literally been through so much. If you're still holding yourself back, from things that you actually would enjoy. I don't, I don't know. Maybe you didn't learn anything. (laughs) I don't know. I hate to say it like that, but. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, for me, because, you know, both of us have been, have been pretty squeamish. So even being around people that I didn't know, I had to let go of a lot of fear and Mm -hmm. I, I was uncomfortable, you know, at times. And I did keep, you know, my mask on most of the time too, or took it off when I was like sitting um, in my own area, but yeah, I mean, letting go of like, you know, and just readjusting back into society to an extent, but also, you know, we we're keeping some of those things. Like you said, we had to, we have to think through 
being around our parents, we had to think through um, mm-hmm. all these new adaptations that we're having to to make. And also, you know, not for nothing, the technology that we are now using. I definitely think even with restaurants and stuff being outside and, and how people have really adjusted. And I keep saying this, like, I'm, 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 of course, we can acknowledge that there's a lot of ugliness still in the world that is shocking that it's still here. I mean, I would have thought that this would have shook us to our core where people were no longer being hateful or racist right. or, or homophobic or sexist. But I actually did see a lot of transformation, I feel like, in people and adjusting that, you know, I don't want to let go of. And I think that we are going to keep go of a lot. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like belief systems too. I mean, I think that there's a part of our innocence that was taken because we all went through something together that is of biblical proportions, right? So it's like, girl, you know, you know, we never thought we'd see anything like this at all. Yeah, <laughs> I Talk mean, about... I always thought it was just like a game that we played um, in school. Like I remember playing a game in school that was basically like a simulator about a pandemic. It was, it was oh, in wow. science class. I don't know if it was before a pandemic or if it was an epidemic, but it obviously went through all the different stages of different, of different like diseases and things like that. And how, um, how easy it is to spread diseases, especially if they're um, highly like contagious and, and all of that. <laughs> I love that class. I just didn't realize it was going to be my real life. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, if you would have told me back then, hey, guess what? You're going to live this. I would have laughed at you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and and really, you know, I think having so many, diff- you know, different perspectives on things that affect each and every one of us. And so we're having to have these conversations. Like, usually we have these conversations about, let's say, race. And it pretty much only you know, affects or mostly affects black people, right? Mm-hmm. So everybody else is kind of just like conjecture, just like an observation. They don't really feel it within them. So yeah. it's easy to kind of dismiss it, you know, or when we talk about, you know, sexism, homophobia, like if you're not gay, you could probably understand a little bit, but you're not going to really feel it. With this, we all felt it. And, you know, some people are being divided, like we said before, through, you know, some people want to take the vaccine some people don't, and that's causing division. And I really implore people to just remember that we all just went through and everybody has to do what's best for them and that their intuition tells them to don't ever do something because someone external to you is telling you that you should. History has proven a billion times that they get shit wrong. And I'm not saying that they have or not. I'm not giving my opinion right now, but I'm just saying that everybody's uh, intuition is valid. Mm-hmm. And we have to let go of thinking that, you know, let's say governments or um, certain pharmaceutical companies all are, are sitting here for our greatest good. I think we all had to question that. And some of us have gotten back to, yeah, they are, right? Or it's good enough, right? And right. some people know it's not. But we're all having that same conversation about something that affects every one of us on the globe right now. And that's, I think that's super interesting, too. Yeah, I agree. I mean, realistically speaking, like, well, one, I wish we would have all come together more. I think we did to a certain extent. Um, But I definitely wish that we 
would have come together a lot more and there would be ways that coming out of this pandemic, things would have looked different or have been different in terms of life for everybody, you know? So, but it's not over yet. So I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful still because I'm just a hopeful motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so we'll see, you know what I mean? Like, we'll see what happens. Like I'm, I am excited to let go of the pandemic. It's been a lot like, you know, just aside from, dealing with all of this stuff with the pandemic, not being able to see my family as much as I would like, not being able to see my friends, um, having people that I know pass away, like way too many. And it's like, just all at once, it's just been extremely overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. You know, and um, I'm looking forward to letting it go because I'm looking forward to the sunshine and like, you know, just better days and like things being a lot more positive hopefully because again like I said I'm just hopeful so (laughs) yeah you know what's interesting is like you know some of us have even had to like let go of the fear of death or Mm -hmm. uh, a loved one dying because we were really faced with mortality and mass like that in a way that a lot of us haven't like as we know you had family members pass my brother Mm -hmm. passed away that was excuse like the closest person to me and so, you know, there's a part of me that's never going to be the same that I had to let go of. And I had to let go of this, you know, this person that, you know, I talk to, you know, every single day, multiple yeah. times a day. And then also hold on to, you know, those aspects of the love that we experience with each other. And one interesting thing, too, that I've been kind of like ah, processing lately has to do with looking at people who, who feel like there's they have so much time. Like, I've, I've said that mm. so much. Like, how come everybody feels like... Like they have all the time in the world, all the time in the world. And you don't. Like, you don't. And I feel like, you know, what the universe was saying is that those people think they do because in one way they do, because they are in karmic cycles mm. of reincarnation. They're not choosing to wake up. So they are subject to that loss still of, of having to balance the their lessons out over and over and over and over again. So yeah. for them... Yeah, they do have forever because they're just going to keep cycles until they wake up and break free of those cycles. For other people, like the show is called Ascended Radio, right? So, so other people that are choosing to break those cycles and wake up and fully remember who they are, we're the ones that are like, why do you think you have all the time in the world? You don't because we don't have time at all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we literally don't have time. We don't, we're not subject and I don't believe that we are subject to time in the way that others are. That's why things are manifesting so quickly now right. because we've moved out of that. And I feel like there's so many different timelines converging and collapsing at one time that that's what possibilities that are happening all at the same time with the, within the blink of an eye. You right. see relationships changing. You see relationships, you know, one person is leaving and the other person's not. And one, you know, relationship is completely reestablishing itself out of nowhere and revitalizing and, you know, people are, are creating businesses out of nothing, like, because we no longer are taking the time that we thought we had to take before, which we were confined by. And we let go of, I think, that concept of what time is and knowing that we don't have it. Right. Ooh. I mean, I, I feel like you broke it down on like all the spiritual like points, like bullet points. You're like from here, from here, from here, from here, from here. But like even to just 
take it to, because I always feel like I like to like break it down on a, on a simpler spectrum for people who don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, like I feel like for, if we're not even looking at it necessarily on like such a deep spiritual level, like if we look at, look at it on a simplistic level, like literally half of over half a million people in the U S alone, just the U S have died. So that's more than nine 11. That's more than several wars. There's that's more, that's more than anyone in, in history has ever died in the, in one sitting collectively in our country. I'm not even talking around the world. So if you add all the other numbers up, it's, it's a lot, you know? And if that doesn't show you that it's time to live, you know, there is, there is no time to wait until tomorrow. You know, people want to wait until the, till everything feels right, till the temperature is right, till they, they perfect the skill and perfect the this and perfect the that. And it's like, dude, you might be perfecting and then it's time for you to go if we're speaking about time, you know? And so yeah. the thing is, is you can't wait for the perfect opportunity. You just have to seize it and then figure it out on the way. You take a leap and you figure out how to fly on the way down. You know, that's kind of how life is. It's like, I feel like as babies, we're pushed out into this world and you learn so much, you know, throughout your entire life. You're learning, you're growing, you're sponge, you're soaking up things, you're letting go of things, you're, you're absorbing new things, like all of this stuff. But in reality, it's like we're being pushed out, you know, kind of into life with no recollection of all of the skills and knowledge and things like that, that we've acquired or obtained for some of us who are like old souls and things like that, or, you know, that's things that we've had to relearn over the years, you know, but time has basically just shown us, especially this last year and a half that it's like, it waits for no one. It's waiting for no one at all. So pick up the phone. You love somebody. Your, your mom, your dad, your family, your sisters, whoever, are you in secretly in love with somebody or whatever the fuck, pick up the phone now and do it now. Because here's the thing. You could have tomorrow with that person. You could have the rest of your life with that person. It's better that you do it now versus waiting until you don't have any more time. <laughs> right. Yeah. You've been listening to the show, and you know that I love looking at words, and I love right. looking at the words, you know, weight, like holding off, and then weight, like heaviness. Yeah. And when you have so much weight, like, and I'm talking about energetic weight, you have a lot of guilt, you have a lot of regret, you have the things that those emotions and energies that make you feel heavy, you have to wait. You're stagnant. Right. Like it literally now you're even more time. So Mm -hmm. it's like, just like she said, I mean, if on one level, you're just looking with your visual eyes, you can see that time is fleeting. And then on another, if you're feeling with your, your soul, then you can sense that the use of time is fleeting. So you don't even have that. I feel yeah. like with you saying that, it literally made me think of this thought that life itself is mirroring itself. Like we all look for those mirrors within each other. Like I reflect back to you, like the goodness and all those things. So whenever you, you compliment me and you say, 
you know, I, one thing I love about Jermaine is this, 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 and this, because that's really what you love so much about yourself, you know? Mm. And then even sometimes like when people mirror things, like if it really bothers you and shakes you to the core of yourself, like you're bothered because there's something within you and there's a reason why it bothers you that there's something within you that you either haven't worked through, haven't let go of, or maybe that's kind of how you really are on the inside. And it really bothers you to see it within that person. You know what I mean? So we're all mirrors to each other, but I feel like life itself right now is mirroring itself and showing you like on a spiritual level that time is fleeting. And then it's showing you on a physical level, like with your eyes so that you can see it, time is fleeting so that it's not waiting for anyone. We don't have time to waste. It's go time. It's been go time, you know? And so use it how you will, but it's showing, it's literally showing you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and if anything else, let go of your previous concept of time. And I think a lot of people have done that too. I mean, that's yeah. why, you know, we were able to, companies were able to adapt or we were able to create new industries really quickly in ways that would have taken a lot longer before. Even, you know, my day job, we adapted so quickly, all of a sudden they couldn't do it. No, you know, we didn't have the funding. We have to go through, you know, it's a corporation. We have to right. go through all of this. All, these all of a sudden, it was done within a day. Everybody right. had laptops. Everybody was able to work from home. Everybody's reimbursed for their Wi-Fi. But before, right, when you go through all this bureaucracy, because right. usually it's based on other, you know, old ways of doing things. And that's Agreed. just the way it is. That's just the way we do it. We mm -hmm. always have to, you know what I mean? So when you, when you let go of those old belief systems that things have to look and be a certain way, and like Jermaine said, they have to be perfect and we have to go in this order. I mean, when you're forced to do it, you do it. So why not always act like from that place of, hey, the time is now. And right. uh, that segues into another concept we really wanted to talk about in terms of letting go is how when you are pushed to do something like physically pushed or energetically pushed, it feels a lot different than when you actually prepare for it. Like right. this pandemic for me, like the way I've looked at it has been, this is the, what it looks like when the collective does not actually participate in its own evolution consciously. Mm. Like mm. when we literally know that we have to save the ocean. We know it, but we're not doing anything. When we know right. that we have to save the environment, when we know that we're not paying people enough, when we know that there's not enough housing, but we just keep letting it go, right? We, we have all defending. the resources too. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then we defend the very people that are hoarding the resources, right? Mm -hmm. So what it looks like when people are ascending or awakening or, or participating in their own evolution, like it has throughout history, there's only a few people out of an entire generation of people that actually reach like a certain level of enlightenment or awakening because everybody else is usually sheeple, right? Or they're afraid for whatever reason. So when you participate in your own awakening, mm -hmm. a lot of us have been doing this for many years when we are meditating, we're going deeper, we're shedding our ego, we're confronting our shadows, right. we are letting go, we are moving learning forward. Lessons. We're learning lessons. Yeah. yeah, we're learning lessons. So we are, all that is training. It's all preparing. It's all letting go of the dead weight, right? So that we don't have to wait, right? When it's mm -hmm. the time, when the time has come to actually jump. Like if you're jumping out of a plane or, you, or you're jumping off of, let's say, a cliff and like Jermaine is going to the Bahamas and a lot of us might go to 
on different vacations where you, you participate in these different experiences, right? So it's different when you're looking up the resort and you know like, oh, I'm gonna go bungee jumping or I'm gonna go skydiving and you're looking up tapes and you're preparing your mind and your body to do it. You're, mm-hmm. you're, you're buying tickets and all of those things to prepare for it. That's such a different experience than someone actually just walking up behind you with their velocity and pushing you. And you can't prepare mentally. Even the shock of the push could kill you, right? Like the whiplash of it all, because you didn't prepare your body. Like you're not in the right stance to be able to take it. You're not breathing correctly, right? So this is what has happened with COVID is we actually got pushed collectively to do it. That's why you have two different sets of people experiencing this very different. Mm -hmm. You have some people, their whole lives are turned upside down. It looks like chaos. It's horrible. People are are, are in extreme levels of depression. And you have other people, and this is not, I'm not blaming, I'm just giving this at all, but I'm just saying other people are thriving and there's abundance and there's, because there was something in them that knew that something was coming. Like people have said that the first, uh, that there were shaman that knew when the, when colonizers were coming, your first Europeans, they actually sensed something in the water shift mm. far before they actually visually saw the ships. Now, some people, right, if that happened, they'd be like, what are you talking about? You know, there's nothing going on. The weather's fine. We looked on CNN or whatever it was at that time, right? Like, we don't see anything happening. You're, that's, right. you're, you're not sensing ripples in the water, right? So, the, but the shaman was being prepared. He already knew. He's like, well, I see it in my mind's eye and I trust it, right? I did the work. I did the inner work so I can be with the fact that there's something that you can't see that I sense out there. So the rest of us were already kind of participating in that realm. We're like, hmm, there's something in the water. I've seen this before. I've experienced this before. I I knew that this time was coming. I knew that this was the golden era of ascension that was happening on the planet, right? Of biblical proportions. I didn't know it was going to look like this. I didn't know it was going to come in the form of this quote unquote pandemic, but we knew something was happening. So what I'm saying now is start to become prepared so you don't get whiplash in it. So you don't get tossed off of the mountain next time. And you can start just, and, and that mountain could look like a marriage that you should get out of. That mountain could look like a job that doesn't work for you anymore. The mountain could look like a, a severe fear inside of your body. Yes. Face with the mountain it is and just do what you have to do to prepare to jump gracefully so you do not get pushed. Woo! Girl. I mean, you didn't have to slap them that hard like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, you did, but you did. I'm like, damn. Like, I feel it though. You know what I'm saying? Because even if you don't take it to, like you said, spiritual awakening, it's like you said, with a marriage or whatever, like that you're not getting out of, or if it's like a job or something that you're not getting out of, life will always make you uncomfortable when it's yes. time to change. Yes. And you can either go with the change or you can fight it. But trust me, things are going to change whether you like it or not. Absolutely. You know, I'm a Taurus. I'm very, I've been, I'll say this. I've been very stubborn in my life. I have not liked change. I don't like sudden change. Sudden change for me, not my friend. But I will tell you this, this last year, it was change after change after change after change after change. And I'm like, fuck it. I surrender. I surrender. Because I don't know what the fuck is going to happen next. And this shit's crazy as fuck. So you go ahead and let me know which way I'm supposed to go. Because I don't fucking know. Right. And when you, when you, when you adjust to those changes and you let go of the need for things to stay the same, to be Mm -hmm. comfortable, right? Like you're rewiring your brain, 
you're rewiring your body, you're expanding your experience. Now your experience is widened. It's not as rigid anymore because you've had to expand to now encompass these types of changes that you know can happen. And so now you've adapted. And so now that other changes happen in different ways in your life, tools you've been prepared for. Right. So a lot of what we see is resistance to change. And that's what we've seen in a lot of these social movements too that have had to happen, right? Like we were, we were trying to hold on to old systems and not admit that they were causing a cancer or a virus in our right. societies. So right. now we had to really let them go. Right. Well, the thing is that some people are still trying to hold on real tight. Yeah. And the fucked up part is like, give it a little, give it a minute because yeah. you're going to be looking like an ass. Hey, you can either jump or you're going to be pushed, but you're going to get down there either way. <laughs> either way. <laughs> We're all going. You One feels a little bit more comfortable than another. Like if I listen, let me tell you something. Don't if push I know, me, bitch. Let me tell you something. If I know that I got to go on a trip and get prepared, I might, I might get myself a yacht, right? I might be prepared enough to save enough to get myself a first class seat to get over to where I got to go. But if I'm I have first to first class, go to the Bahamas, girl. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying if I have to be pushed to do it, I'm yeah. not going to scramble. There's anxiety. Right. There is fear. There is all the, you know what I'm saying? And you, you, that's when you make mistakes. But when you give yourself the time to prepare, mm -hmm. it's a whole different experience. Hmm. Fine. I don't even know if I have anything else to say. I don't think I do either. I feel like <laughs> we've said it all. Like literally said it all. I mean, basically the, in this whole episode, to give y'all a recap, basically we're all letting go. Letting go of old shit the life that we had pre-pandemic we're letting go of the pandemic we're letting go of the idea that we aren't prepared for life because we should be prepared for life we're letting go of old systems we're letting go of old relationships we're letting go of people places and things that don't serve us anymore we're letting go of our own egos because guess what who is that serving it's definitely not serving you we're just fucking letting go you know we're surrendering you know yes. because there's that's also a part of let, letting go. Um, and I don't think we mentioned this yet, is that one of the biggest things in life, obviously, to having to adapt to a lot of change, because that's what we've all been um, thrown at, had change thrown at us like left and right, um, is there's a level of letting go that includes surrender. And part of surrendering is having faith that everything is going to work out. Trusting that higher power, trusting yourself, trusting the universe that everything's going to work out for your greatest good and for the highest good of all. And that right there, like being able to sit still and be still in surrender is like the one peaceful thing that we can all lean on right now. Yes. And be still and know, allow. Mm -hmm. We've done all the doing. That was the preparing. We've done all the doing. We've done all the action. Now just allow everything to just be revealed. Continue to let go of that which doesn't serve you. Create the space within your org field, your energetic body, to be able to receive what does belong to you. And there's yes. so many gifts that are coming online for all of us and that have been trying to get our attention. And now we've done so much letting go that now we can be with the 
the inclinations, with the intuition that's been calling our names. And we can just hear it now and we can listen and we can be with it. So just let go of everything that doesn't serve you and know, like Jermaine said, that it's for your greatest and highest good. Always. Well, thank y'all so much, I guess, because I, I got nothing else. But... I have nothing. <laughs> thank y'all again for tuning in to this episode and continuing to listen to us and support us. We appreciate you so, so much. Um, like Jessica always says, please go and like and share um, all of our content on Instagram. Um, we are at Ascended Queens. Super easy to find. And I am at Jermaine Nichols and Jessica's at the Jessica Spencer. And if you guys want to hear us talk about anything specific, um, we're always down for new topics. Uh, maybe next time we'll like talk about something real ratchet. Who knows? Um, <laughs> you know, sometimes we like to keep it light and fresh. Um, I don't know if we're ever doing that dating experiment. I'm pretty sure, you know, we just... Let that float off into the wind. We let that go. It'll be it'll be vamp. <laughs> we let it go. I, but uh <laughs> I mean I let it go because I mean I was gonna like um yeah, I feel like I'll, I'll probably be beady dooped by the time Jessica's trying to revamp that. But who knows? We'll see. Hot girl wow. summer's on the way. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Tune in again next week. Peace. Peace. Thanks.